Blog Talk Radio. Saturday. Welcome to Desperate House Witches. This is Dorian Wallace. This is Raina Starr. Welcome to the show, everybody. Programming note, sorry about last night. Lilith Dorsey needed to reschedule. And just to catch you up, next weekend we have not one, not two, but three shows. <laughs> we have Friday the 1st with Talison Govannon. And then Saturday, May 2nd, we will be sitting down from 1.30 to 2.30 with Lilith Dorsey. And then from 3 to 4 p.m. with Carrie Connor. And we are going to have a blast. It's going to be a long weekend for me and sis, but we, we got to do what we got to do. Anyway, if you're, new to, if you're new to Desperate House Witches, welcome. Uh, Desperate House, which is, is not a GPG or even an R-rated show, so if dirty talk, bad language, and bodily functions may not be something you want to talk about or hear about, this may not be the show for you. But if you don't care about that shit, come sit by me. Uh, Desperate <laughs> House, which is, is brought to you by the one, the only, the incomparable, the incredible, Dorothy Morrison herself, Wicked Witch Studios, that's www.wickedwitchstudios.com. Speaking of Dorothy Morrison, Dorothy is going to be our guest on May 8th. We are going to discuss the re-release of Utterly Wicked, the best hex book ever written, just saying. Yes. And following following that on May 9th, We have a Saturday special at 3 p.m. with Amy Blackthorne to talk about her new writing. And, you know, she's going to have to forgive me because I can't remember if um, Botanical Brews is next or if it's Sacred Smoke. I think it's Sacred Smoke, then Botanical Blackthorne's Botanical Brews, but... Either way, Amy Blackthorne is awesome, so we're going to be with her for an hour on May 9th. Also, speak, getting back to Dorothy Morrison for a hot second, a hot second, uh, <laughs> if you need Dorothy's product shipped overseas, please contact www.theangrycauldron.com. Purveyors of fine goods such as Dorothy's for international shipping, and they carry their own line as well. So... Happy quarantine. I can't remember what week it is. We have been, it seems like, I don't know how old I am anymore. I don't know what country I'm living in. I've lost all sense of time. I don't know what the hell is happening. It's been crazy. Um, My mother turned 80 yesterday and was actually delighted because I sent her a very special birthday cake which she loved, and called to tell me about it, which was very exciting Aww. for all of us. Sure. 
An 80-year-old woman is talking to you about a chocolate tort, and you can hear the giggles in her voice. It is so cute. She's a trip. Anyway, so I hope you guys are surviving the quarantine. Um, Mm. I am still an essential person, so I still have to go out every day. Um, the rest of, well, actually part of my family is also essential and has to go out every day. I have a son who's in groceries. I have a husband who's in shipping and he gets to stay home and work. So <laughs> lucky him, but at least the laundry is done and dinner is made every night. So <laughs> there you, what about you sis? that's lovely. Yeah. I'm, What's happening I'm, doing, with you? I'm actually doing pretty good. We are finally unpacked. We actually, yeah. um, we bought, you know, and this is not, you know, an advertisement or whatever, um, but Ruggables, we got, like, three of them. Oh, but, cool. You know, I, I heard told about my husband them. about them. They, yeah, they are fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, you basically, you roll down, you have to unroll it and and then roll back out the, um, like, the Velcro part where the rug actually sticks, but... Basically, all you have to do is, when they get dirty, pull them up off that, you know, detach them from that, wash them and dry them, and you're good to go. So I'm like, hell yes, I want those. So we finally laid down the, the one in the living room today. Um, cool. But, yeah, it's, I'm I'm one of those few people that, you know, you know me, I'm kind of an introvert. I'm very picky about who and when I interact. So this is not so bad for me, you know, but I understand the impact that it's having on other people. You know, I mean, we've got people, like, clamoring to get out. And I understand that. But for your own health and safety and the safety of those around you, just bite the bullet, stay home. If you can, you know, and if you go Don't out, get me started. wear gloves, wear, yeah, wear a mask, but that's all I'm going to say on that. If you're yeah. determined, well, I can't stop. I got a lot more to say on that subject because, but I'm not going to because, and I'm just going to put this out here. Uh, I saw a rant by my first ex-husband and oh. I, it's, a, it's a shame to say I ever loved him, but you're a douchebag, oh, dude. Yeah, he's an idiot. So anyway, sorry. where's our guest? I want to talk to the guest. She is in the queue. Hold on just one second. I will bring her on. Right on. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Ladies Hi. and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure, author of several books, including the newest, The Lore of Old Elfland Secrets from the Bronze Age to Middle Earth, the lovely Linda Radish, who agreed to be on the show, having never heard the show. <laughs> You're in for it now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I, it, it looks like it. I'm teasing. I think, I've only done, I think I've only done one show where I had actually listened to the show before. Um, uh-huh. So, so far, so far it's been okay. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're well, glad we're not to have scared you here. yet. Yes, we're very yeah. glad to have you here. Um, I as I had, ex- no, well, thank you for being had. How are you doing during <laughs> this uh, crisis? Um, I feel like 
on, on the one hand, I feel guilty because I'm having the time of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, you know, usually I, I, I'm not only non-essential, I'm, I'm completely irrelevant um, a worker. Sure. <laughs> you are not. So. <laughs> but, um, you know, usually I have to go out and make some money so that I have time to write. And now, sure. the, you know, society is telling us even like the law that not only do I not have to go out to work, I, I don't have to go out and eat lunch with people, and I don't have to feel guilty that I'm not eating lunch with friends, and I just get yeah. to stay home and write. So yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm you right know, there as, with as, you. As, as social as I am, and I'm extremely, I'm extremely, extremely social, I like the fact that there's a whole lot less traffic. I appreciate all the folks that are doing their best to shelter in place. I really do appreciate it because some of us have no choice. Um, so the less people, the fewer people that are actually out in the street, the safer it is for those of us who have to be. So we actually I know, and appreciate that's I tell that. myself. I say, like, hey, this is a good, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I'm doing a good thing at the same time. Yeah. That's what I tell myself. Yeah. And I feel like, um, you know how they say the animals are taking over, you know, the wild animals are coming out? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my son and I, we're we're two of those because we're, um, we go out in the evening walking. Yeah. And like we're going, you know, we're disobeying all the no trespassing signs because there's a lot of corporations with like beautiful grounds here. And um, yeah, we saw a herd of deer last night in the middle of a corporate parking lot where we'd never been before. and. So, oh, how yeah, cool! Yeah, so that part of it's fun too. Yeah, yeah. We even found a little swamp. This is this is suburban New Jersey, um, yep. in like a half residential, half business area, and we found a little swamp at the top of our hill here in the Watchung Mountains that we didn't know was there because there's a no trespassing sign. But we're like, who's going to stop us? Right. Yeah. Right. Nobody's supposed to be out there to stop you. Yeah. Just be careful yeah. because I hear that. There were birds coming out and attacking, and I will tell you, I saw I saw a murderer crows today that was huge. I mean, they were huge and they were brazen, and they did not want to move from the road. And they're they're monstrously big. I don't think people realize how big crows can get. These guys. We have a dumpster. The dump. Our our dumpster um, is near our apartment, so um, we we get a lot of crows there because they they like the garbage. And yeah, we have some talkative crows. The crows they will. There's a red hawk that lives in the area too, and they will. The crows will mob the hawk and try to get them food. Yeah. Yeah. They gang up on them. I love them though. I like like you know when you're walking and there's like a whole bunch of them in a tree shouting. Oh yeah. They're, They're one of my they're one of my favorites. Yeah, and we see the fox. We have a fox, um, which normally we don't see, and I've seen him like twice since the pandemic started. I t- I, we call him the fox, but I mean, there's probably a whole family of them. But we're sure. excited. We see the fox. Wow! So you're having a lot. I I, I got to give a Genesis. shout out to New Jersey because I I was born around where you live. I was born in Livingston. Oh, okay, yeah, that's where the mall is. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Livingston Mall. That's the only part I've, I will say. I've been to Livingston Mall. You know, actually, we were supposed to, my son and I were supposed to celebrate our birthdays at the Livingston Mall. We were going to go to the food court and then Barnes & Noble, but uh, we didn't oh, get nice. to do that because it's, um, I guess we'll see with the earlier phase of this pandemic, but that's okay. It'll, the, the mall will well, still be there. Were you were you there yeah. like when the the uh, the whale tail sculpture was still there? Did you freak you know the what? mall? I, I don't remember because I, we we actually left for California when I was about three years old. Oh, so, so you wouldn't have been it, yeah, you wouldn't have been hanging out at the mall then. Yeah, yeah was, it's, it's a rite of, a rite of passage. The first time that you get dropped off, your your mom drops you off, you and your friends off yeah. at the mall to hang out at the mall by yourselves. Yeah. yeah, I've heard. I'm like, I know a lot of my cousins did that, but you know, it, it's like I I was robbed. I was robbed in that experience. Yeah, and it's called, I got dropped off at the so Central long. City Mall. Oh, okay. Oh, so, well, yeah, everybody okay. has. That's not Galleria territory where you are now. California's not Galleria um, territory there. Well, I'm in. I'm actually in in Huntersville now, but yeah, there was a lot of Gallerias out in California. Galleria, yes. It was crazy. But I digress. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I could talk about that all day. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm from the wrong. I'm from the wrong side of the bridge. I was born in, in New no. York. Anyway. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm one of them. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I love you. Well, you love me because you have to. But well, actually, you don't have to. But I'm glad you do anyway. Um, well, <laughs> New Yorkers make fun of New Jerseyans. I don't think New Jerseyans make as much fun of New Yorkers. I've never made fun of anybody from for being no. from New Jersey, so no, I don't know. Really? Oh, you missed out. You should make up for it. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Actually, to be honest with you, everybody I love, it was you know, everybody I love was either born in New Jersey or lived in New Jersey at some point. A lot of my favorite people are from New Jersey, so yeah, I never got that whole, you know, this one's better than the other. You know, that just never made sense. I always thought of New Jersey as just being on the other side of the bridge, and, you know, I always felt very comfortable there. So for me, it was kind of like an extension of New York. So I just never – I never got that. I mean, I never did any of that. Nobody ever, like, accused me of being a Jersey girl or a a New York girl. You know what I mean? I never got any (laughs) of the slam from either side. So, I just like the way yeah. on, on Law and Order, whenever they say, well, they never say New Jersey, they always say Jersey, and it's like whenever they say Jersey, yeah. it's, it's it's a joke, you know, Jersey, you know. Yeah, it's, it feels pejorative when people do that. It's like, but it's you know, okay. Yeah, but New Jersey's beautiful. I mean, yeah, right? there's parts of, of everywhere that really suck. You know, I mean, there's parts of everywhere that suck. There are parts of New York that you won't catch me fucking dead in because quite frankly they're racist scum and I I you know there's that everywhere and people forget they like here in New York and they're like you know oh well New York is so cool really all of it you sure you ever go up yeah <laughs> tell me about it after you've been there you know so yeah no 
it's got the same shit as everybody else. I'm just, you know, I'm just from New York. That's, you know, who I am. Well, That's the fun all. part, it's really fun picking up someone from Newark Airport who's never been to New Jersey before or maybe never been oh. to America before. If you pick them up to Newark Airport, you pull out of the parking lot and you can see like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, where did, what did I do? Why did I come here? And you know, oh, okay. have Anheuser-Busch factory and, and, then, oh, and then finally get off 78 and, or even on 78 and it gets green and it gets beautiful. But, yeah, uh-huh. so yeah. that's kind of like a test for them. Yeah, uh, Newark, well, Newark is the, the first thing you see. I get it. If that's the very first thing you see. But listen, if you get if you land in LaGuardia instead of JFK, it's the yeah. same thing. In some regards, it's worse. You know, yeah, nobody wants to fly into or out of there. No, LaGuardia sucks. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I can say that because I'm from there, so it's all right. But anyway, oh, the border collie is the border collie is out across the street. Um, the, the, there's condos across the street, and one of them has a border collie, and they bring him out with his ball, and he chases his ball up and down the driveways. He's just he's really cute. I've watched him grow up. Oh, chases, and he oh, never runs out into the street. Yeah, he just he'll if it's going to go in the street, he catches it before it goes in the street. He does not go in the street. Smart Good dog. boy. Yeah, they, the border collies smart. are smart. They really are. Yeah, they're very. I think like the smartest dog in the world is a border collie. Yeah, <laughs> I <Yeah>. believe it. <laughs> I mean, there's one specific smartest dog in the world, and she is a border collie because they're bred for they're bred for for intelligence and skill, and not for what they look like. That's why they're we, they don't want them to become standardized. Yeah, yeah. They'll lose that yeah. that talent that they have. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting. It's interesting that you could lose a talent due to your size as a dog. I don't know. It's a very <laughs> yeah. interesting. Your coat color, your coat color, and length, and yeah. Wow. Boy, they've gotten really picky. But anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> Linda, we b- before when you first agreed to be on. There was something that you said you had never discussed on the air before, so I'm gonna make you discuss it now. And oh, really? I want to, yes, I <laughs> want to talk about briefly. Well, I mean, we can talk about the book first, but I kind of wanted to make sure I mentioned um, your favorite German police show. Oh wow! Oh wow! I don't want you to lose listeners, though. I don't. Want, I don't want people to tune out. You know, because that's probably not what they signed up for when they when they you know, clicked on the show. Um, well, I'm going to tell you something about our listeners, um, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> our listeners are up for whatever we throw, and that's are why they? okay. they've been here. That's why they've been here for over eight years, my love. Go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. So you're willing to risk it then. Okay. Well, it's Absolutely. funny because, wait, one of you has like a magic shop or something with it that's cobalt, Oh, Cobalt that's Raven. Mine. That's my sister. Yeah. Cobalt yeah. Raven. Yes, Cobalt Raven. So, like, whenever I go to your thing, because you know I wanted to put a link on my my Facebook page to the show, and I see the Aww. I see the Cobalt Raven, but in my mind I'm seeing Cobra Eleven because that is the that's the radio code on my favorite show. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. I'm like, oh, they watch <laughs> they watch Cobra. Oh my God! And they're like, no, no, it's Cobalt Raven. It's not Cobra Eleven. <laughs> 
but yeah, because there's like there's a change it. You could cha- well, no, you can't change it. You can't see that's the thing. Um, I was gonna get, like my my friend BJ and I. She's she's Amara, the, another American who watches and is like absolutely devoted to. It. She's seen seasons that I haven't, and um, we want oh, wow. the t-shirts. We want the t-shirts. We want the hoodies. Um, but the star of the show a couple years ago, he started his own like fashion line called Cobra Eleven. Because he speaks English, actually he speaks perfect British English. Because I think he goes over to England and collects cars. Um, nice. So he has his own line. Cobra Eleven is is the trademark name of it, and it's got a, a snake's head on the on the front. And but they don't ship here. And like we oh, you know, we type no. on his Facebook page, Viva Erdogan, please. We we need the T-shirts, we need the hoodies, and and like they do not. They're now available from Amazon but they don't ship over here. So so we made a pact that the next one of us to go to Europe will order for both of us and then bring it back here so we can have. I, I even made him, I even made, I made a Cobra 11 pumpkin last year and I posted oh, wow. it on my page and I tagged, I tagged Erdogan Atalai, who's the star of the show. I tagged him in it and I got nothing. Yeah. He, he might be. He may have softened. That maybe we should appeal again because um, he has uh, one of his kids has a heart defect. So he said at the beginning of the pandemic, he sent the whole family to Canada to be safe. Oh, wow. So he's yeah, sure, in sense. Germany, and it's funny because like he's he's a superstar. I mean, he's known pretty much everywhere, but by English only speakers. Because the show is in a, it's been in 120 countries for over 20 years, he can't go oh anywhere goodness. and not be recognized except America. So he's a superstar. He's a world superstar, and he is home all alone because he can't Aww. go anywhere. And he, he's making these he's making these like totally funny. They're funny, but they're sad. He made a stop action movie with his kids' toy farm animals, an eight Aww. minute stop action anime movie. He's doing um. Chainsaw sculpture, you know oh where he just he gets these tree stumps and like he did a he did a butterfly for his daughter. He then he made this like nude bust and painted it gold, and he's got it in the living room. And I can imagine his wife watching from Canada and being oh, nine, oh bitte nine, nicht in Wohnzimmer, not in the living room. Get it out of the living room. <laughs> 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 She's like, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's I how, was, I, that's how I, I learned my my German is from that show. Amazing. I learned like the bulk of my German from that show. From uh, first, you know, I've gotten better now, but in the beginning, I would because um, I came back from my last trip to Germany. And it was the first time that me and my kids, we stayed on our own in the city, in Kiel. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. thought I thought that my German was pretty good. But what I was speaking before was like family German, where everybody knows right. what you're going to say anyway, because we stayed with family. And then being in the city, I did not do as well. Oh, wow. did, you know, I'd like say, I'd, you know, walk into museums ask a question, and they'd say, oh, wow, your German is really good. Here's the English language guide. Wow. <laughs> like, man, yeah. And in a, way, in a way, it's easier than it used to be because, 
like in the city, um, a lot of the people that you deal with in, in restaurants, in stores, they're not speaking German as a first language either. So they were pa- they were more patient with me because oh. they knew how hard it is. But some of the native German speakers not as patient. So was, but, so when I got home, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna nail this. And and um, the series Alarm for Cobra Ev is it's like it's just it's the right level for me because as my cousin when my cousin came to visit and he sees this he sees you know like there's ten. Alarm for Cobra Elf DVD cases on the shelf, and he's like, <laughs> he says that that doesn't fit you. And I'm like, no, no, it's good. Haven't you ever watched? It? Like, no, we've never watched it. Well, I made them sit down and watch two episodes with me, and I'm like, yeah. So you, they say something, and then ten cars crash and burst into flames. So while the ten cars are crashing into bursting in the, and burst into flames, you have time to process what you've heard maybe write some words ah. down in a notebook to look up, look up later. And, um, uh-huh. yeah, so I went through a phase where really I could speak, a, I could say a lot of things, but they were all quotes uh-huh. from Alarm for Cobra Elf. Oh. Yeah. So I've, I've gotten better now, but there's still, you know, something, you know, somebody say, do we have any bananas? Aba, lida, kind of banana. No, we have no, unfortunately we have no bananas. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Okay, but, you so, know, I'm very happy that we were able to pop your cherry and get so you to I, talk yeah. about it on the air. <laughs> it's the first, yes, it's the first time, and it, feel, it felt really good. <laughs> See, and I told you, this show is not just about promoting a book. This show is about yeah. promoting you as a person. And I love, you sound so happy talking about this show that now I want to see this show. Oh, Me too. Well, see, here's the thing about it. Um, okay, it, it's not in English. There are no yeah, subtitled so. versions, but you, you can pick practically any other language that you want to learn, and you'll be able to see it in that language. Wow. Like Spanish, yeah. Spanish, definitely. Yeah, There's, yeah um, Italian, Polish, Korean, Chinese. Russian, you know, Czech. When, yeah. When I was younger, it, we had we had a station. I, I forget which channel it was out in California, but at a certain point in the evening, it was like you know public access, and they would start showing kung fu movies. And I love kung fu. You know, my uh, yeah, favorite one is actually. Many, but yeah, I used to because I'm not good at staying up late, and I used to they be, would be on late, and I love to watch them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's, it's like you know, I would make up my own dialogue because just I'm I'm an <laughs> asshole like that. You're um, <laughs> <laughs> I loved I loved watching them, and I should have taken the opportunity that you took and like learned the language, and now I feel like a, a shit <laughs> It's never too late. It's never too late. Never too late. Always start. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to do the Cobra approach, approach to language learning, I've practically memorized the, all of the Tom Beck episodes. So if you, if you watch the Tom Beck episodes and you have a question for me, no matter what language, I'll be able to answer it for you. Nice. Oh, see, I love that. That's great. I love This is wonderful. You sound, I see, and there's a, there's a light in your voice. You sound so happy. I mean, I wish everybody had something that they were that passionate about, that they enjoyed that much, 
yeah. to share. Right, right. I even did a thing, nobody liked it on Facebook. I did a thing for, oh, I did a thing for Valentine's Day once, because I'm also a big Doctor Who fan. (gasps) And, you know, the Doctor has, he goes through this series of mostly, you know, 90% female companions. And Mm -hmm. um, on, on Cobra, Zamir, the main character, he's now on his, Ninth partner, he's burned through yeah. nine, oh, nine wow. partners in the last twenty years. So I did a thing where I matched up Zamir from Clover's partners with the Doctor's companions. Mm-hmm. How cool! I thought it was a lot of fun. Nobody, nobody really got it. But, Aww. So yeah, so you're, kind so of so you're not doing vibe. everything for everybody, well, right? You know, I'm doing all it for me. Are, yeah, do it for you. I mean, but. You know, and the people who are into it will will be into it, and the people who don't get it don't get it. Listen, everything, again, is not for everybody. So I just like having, you know, when we have have somebody on, it's, you know, yes, you're a writer. Yes, you're a great writer. That's wonderful. You write really nice books. And I love your your top-shelf view when you write something. You seem to have an overlook as opposed to, I, the way you write, to me, seems like you integrate a whole lot more than just a very narrow field of one particular subject. Is this making well, sense? Well, yeah, because I'm a dabbler. I know a little bit about a lot <laughs> of different things. That's awesome. Well, it seems like I think you know a little bit more than a little, but okay, I'll let you. About I'll let you know. Things I know. I know some more about yeah some things. <laughs> But it's like a top shelf view. Like, and I was telling Seth, you know, when I started looking into the book, it was like, I hope you're not going to be disappointed, dear reader, when I say it doesn't matter to me if these entities are real or not. I love that. It's like, really? (laughs) I thought that was really. Oh, okay, good, good. I think yeah, maybe um. I wonder maybe I've yeah I think maybe people might maybe that's what's turning people off of the book. Maybe what do you mean? I said that. Oh, it's not doing no, well. No, you need no, 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 no. Opposite. Opposite no. is true. Let me explain why. When you come at something as the this is an absolute truth, this is absolutely real, this is absolutely how it happened, you actually are not forcing people to believe a certain way you are telling them a view that is yours instead of making them think for themselves. I love the idea of I'm going to come at this from a completely objective standpoint and give you all the information I can get on it. Make up your own mind. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's yeah, beautiful. That, yeah, that's the book in the that is the book in the in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm but see, in that but book I was Yeah. Trying to right. give the readers things that they wouldn't have heard of before. Right. But this is the point of writing a great book. If you have to spoon feed every piece of information, there are plenty of books that do that. How about involving the critical thinking skills that people are supposed to be using and that they don't really use anymore? So I thought that was a gas. I that That's what intrigued me right off. I'm like... Get the hell out. Really? You want me to think for myself? Shit. 
No one's asked me to do that in a long time. I'm just saying. But, you know, I also like the fact that you divide up. Well, not really divide up. The, the guide you give in the back of the book about the different, you know, this is a kind of dwarves, black dwarves. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. the the way you the way you give an explanation about the variations thereof. I mean that was the most fun part to write. It's really that, cool that part of the book. Yeah, that was fun, and um, they have annoy the elves have annoying way of overlapping. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. um, clear cut, um, but still that was that was fun. You know, sorting them out but, and. Right, but you see, here's the thing. You give all the information so that somebody else has the history, has the difference, the differences that you list out, the information you give from that, the stories, the lore, you know, the early on stuff, the more recent stuff that's more of a fictionalized version, you know, Tolkien and all. And, you know, it's like, here's where we started. Here's how we got to where we are now. And a whole lot of stuff in between. What I love also is that you didn't get lost in minutia. There's no, there's no waste in the book. Does this make sense? Um, I don't know, because usually I like minutia. Um, no, I don't think so. I got into the like into the archaeology. Like I get, I really get right. off on what things are left in graves and in coffins. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's good to know I didn't get carried away with things <laughs> left in coffins. <laughs> no, I mean, giving there's a difference between a detailed account of information and minutia. I can show you books that are full of minutia. That's not what's in here. This is actual information. It's usable. It's history. It's current. It's old. It's got everything in it, and that's a beautiful thing. But I'm I'm surprised to hear you question yourself about whether or not it was a good thing to say this. You know, this to me is immaterial. But here's all the information, so you can make up your own mind. That's what I took from it. And I think that when you allow a reader to engage critical thinking along with history, that's a really rare thing. Because normally these days, not only are there tons of writers, but there are tons of books about the same things. Not that this is a slam, because everybody has their own style. But I don't see your book in a lot of places. I see your book. I see a couple of other writers who are also doing similar subject matter, but they're not doing it the way you did this book. So my hat is off to you, and I'm really appreciative that you did that and the way you did it. Yeah. yeah. So I just kind of I mean, said, let me write a book about elves, um, and uh, wrote it kind of the only way I know how, and then but if rewrote other, it after okay. my editor said, do it differently. So. Really? It was oh, well, wow. originally... So, I had it more um, like a calendar going, you know, uh-huh. going through the year and like through the quarter days and the cross quarter days. In fact, I don't know why I did that again because that was how my Christmas book was also originally arranged. And my editor said, no, do it thematically. So then I went and did it again this 
this time and Janot do it thematically, not not like a calendar. Um, really? Yeah, so I guess she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, can you do a companion piece that's more of a calendar? No, because that would be beautiful. It's the same. It's it's all the same material. I didn't take any material out, but I mean, I do have like the the, the Doran's Day chapter is about mm-hmm. the fall, and then the Glory of the Elves is about Christmas time. Um, yeah. So I just I just find some people learn things or absorb things differently. You know, yeah, some they, people they are do. I used to do. I used to teach crafts, um, and I got really? to realize that. Yeah, I used to do um, paper crafts, uh, origami, um, these, nice. these these paper stars who make at Christmas time. One time and one time only, I, I led a tamari ball workshop. Did you ever tamari balls or itomari? No, what is um, that? What's that? They're balls. Traditionally, it's like you use you like use pieces of old kimono and make it into a ball, but most people now use a styrofoam ball, and you wrap the whole thing in sewing thread, and uh-huh. then you, um, no, first you do, you wrap the whole thing like in cotton, then yarn, then sewing thread, and then you uh, embroider GMX designs on the outside of it. You have to mark oh, off the hemispheres. Fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, so it's a, it's a Japanese craft. I did that one yeah. time. That was There were a lot of, a lot of tears in that workshop. <laughs> But I've learned that yeah, I need to bring, I need to bring diagrams with me. I need uh-huh. to give a live demonstration. You think the live demonstration would be all that they needed? No. Um, and then I need <laughs> not to give them the printed instructions until I've given the live demonstration, because uh-huh, if you give uh-huh. them the printed instructions, some people will will go with those. Those will work better for them. I'm one of those people that kind of looks. I need a diagram, um, but they'll be looking at the diagram and not looking at me. And then even so, even if I say, okay, I'm going to do one, and then I'll give you the instructions, there somebody's going to whip out a notebook and start writing down everything I say and yes. not looking. Yes, every that's time. right. And there's all yep. the there's always because it's always almost always all women who would take my class one time. I got like one guy who was obviously not there to learn origami. Um, oh, usually it's all women, and it's always the same women, even though there's dif- they're different. Yeah, yeah. There's always um, one who thinks she knows how to do it better than I do. Oh, one God. who can do it fine, but she doesn't think she can, so she keeps asking for help every two seconds. Yeah. One <laughs> who really needs help but is afraid to ask for it. And then there's always... Yeah. There's always either a British or a Scottish lady. Every nice. time. <laughs> yeah. We are everywhere. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, Have you taken a lot of craft classes? No, you know what? I haven't because it must no. be the Italian part of me. So <laughs> okay, half Scottish, half yeah. Italian. <laughs> well, you have to have the accent. It's always there's somebody with the accent in the class. Uh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ah, I wish. I wish. And then yeah, I took, my mom. I took a knitting. I took a knitting class, and I realized that I was the one who was completely lost and afraid to ask for help. You know? Oh no! Yeah. Oh. I actually, I, I, it was like, well, it wasn't so much a. It was a sort of a knitting circle at our library, 
And you could either yeah. just, you know, come bring your project knit. You could come and learn to knit. And and it was really nice because everybody would sit around the table and chat. And then I decided, okay, I'll do crochet because it's supposed to be easier. But I can't chat and count at the same time. Me too. They were like I'm sitting in there uh, doing these totally complicated patterns and talking and chatting the way through. So I would just sit there uh, and make chains. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't concentrate. Yeah. I, I have to be paying attention to what I'm doing. Otherwise, I'm going to make a disaster. Listen, I'm going to make a disaster anyway because that's just me. But honestly, don't ask me to walk and chew gum if I have to be counting stitches. I used to crochet, and I used to knit, and none of my stuff, I mean, I used to literally knit snake lengths of things that I never put together because I could never figure out how to do it, and no one's ever had the patience to teach me. So, yeah, my, my knitting my career. Son can do, my son can do both and does it without oh. a pattern and just does it. I don't know. And then there's the thing with the knitting. Um, I, I forget what they call it in America. In in German, you either knit Catholic or you knit Lutheran. And my, Ooh, when my, it's some way of casting on or something. Because my, oh, yeah. my daughter had learned, she learned first from the neighbor how to knit, yeah. and then she came, she brought it to my mother and said, I have trouble, I don't know what to do do here, and she said, no, you learned the other way. I can't teach you because you learned the wrong way. Oh, wow. And it was my aunt who told me, she went to a knitting, my, my aunt in Germany is very, very crafty, and she said, yeah, she went to a knitting group, and the first thing the teacher asked was, okay, who knits Catholic and who knits Lutheran? So that's what, and I don't, under, I don't know enough about knitting to understand what it is, but there's two different ways to knit. Jeezy, crazy. I'm clueless. I don't know either I way. <laughs> I, I, I knew how to knit, and then I forgot. But I could only knit like a strip. I could just knit like a scarf. Me too. Exactly. I can crochet. I can crochet scarves. Yeah. Scarves or, or blankets. That's about it. That's the extent. Yeah, but that's great. That's more than I can do, and you know how to paint, and you know how to write, and you know how to draw. Not paint. <laughs> paint, I'm I'm not I'm not great with. It's it's well, not anybody can course. kind of paint, like acrylics yeah. or and oils. you can and cook on there. I yeah. I yeah. cook. I cook. I can cook and bake. Um, I don't, well, I go through, through spates where I like to do it. I went through a spate of cookie baking in the beginning of the shutdown. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. I'm kind of over it now, yeah. and now I'm, like, counting the eggs because I don't want to go to the store. So, like, mm, you really yep. not use the egg for that. But that's, that, that's one yeah. of those things that I know how to do. I'm glad I know how to do it because I can use it. I can, I can write recipes. Um, but I don't, like, over-the-top love cooking and baking. There's usually something uh, you'd rather be yeah. doing. Yeah. yeah. She can cook. She can cook and she can bake. And she makes dessert. And, yeah. She's got a she talent under the table. I, I talk. I'm a talker. That's my talent. Welcome to it. That's all I can do. <laughs> well, that's yeah, all I got. No, you can business 
circles around anybody, you see shit coming. Yeah. I do. That's true. Thank you. But that's not a talent. That's just a thing that is. You know, I have no, I have I, a killer instinct when it comes to business. That's really about, you know, that's training. That's not even something inherently mine. But I appreciate but you it. You have to like I mean, not fall asleep during the class that tells you how to business. Yeah, it's hard. It's yeah, hard. Yeah. It's very hard. And that is just for me, the business end is instinct and watching people fuck up. To be honest with you, that's it. <laughs> Uh, I learn a lot of things. I watch other people fail, and I say, mm, maybe I won't do that. <laughs> you're so, Linda, smart. let me ask you. Let me ask you some more questions, if I may. Um, were you doing any signings at events that have been canceled? What's happening in your world oh. as far as stuff like that going on? Yeah, I should have such problems. Um, no, no, there was nothing. I, this time, my publisher, they'd never done this before. They sent me a bunch of postcards. They had printed up these really nice postcards with the cover of the book. Um, yeah, beautiful. So I sent them out to a bunch of bookstores in the area, and mm-hmm. I heard nothing. So Aww. what was that? Yeah, no, that? And, then, and then another batch came like a few months later of uh-huh. more postcards, and all I can think of was they, they just – we're not going to do anything with these. Just send them to Linda. So wow. I'm sitting on a bunch of postcards now. You know, yeah. um, okay. Here's so favor. we're going to send you. We're going to well, wait a second, sis. We're going to send you okay. to our pod brother, uh, Nightshade, and tell him to yeah. have you on his show too, because okay. yeah, cool. he's groovy, um, and I think. The whole German police show thing is going to be right up his alley. And, oh, really? Um, <laughs> wow. Tell them, okay. I'm serious. You, you Don't hide who you are for anybody for any fucking reason, okay? You heard me say it out loud, y'all. Uh, I'm very serious <laughs> about this. I am loving talking about stuff that I know nothing about, which is most everything, but the whole German cop show thing, and then i got to find, I've got to figure out how I'm going to get a copy of this because I really want to see it. In, Italian is perfect. Spanish is perfect. Mm-hmm. Either of those will be right up my alley, but I've got to see if I can get them translated like that. But anyway, um, as far as, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to promote the shit out of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. You're fine. I like you. You're fun. And I'm gonna I wanna see yeah. your other books too because honestly, before this book I had never heard of you. And Oh you hadn't? Oh that makes me so happy no. because um no. you know, the way it's been going was like I'll be like, Hey, I have a new book out and they'll be like, Oh, did you write the old magic of Christmas? And see, yeah, and now I have a new book. Well, is it the old magic of Christmas? Like, no, it's a new book. Okay, well, I'm going to run right out and get another copy of The Old Magic of Christmas. Oh, oh no. Wow. no this like, is my first... Christmas book is still, it's outselling. It's now a, a late April, and my Christmas book is still outselling the Elf book. I don't know what's wrong oh, with people. I don't know. Wow. I guess people, people like are Christmas. stuck in a certain mode. I mean, people I do. They... Listen, I like Christmas, and I'm a fucking witch. What do I care? Yeah. Um, but by the same like token... People. 
we like everything. You know, we're into, yeah. we want to learn shit. You know, life is really That's short. Nice. And um, well, I, you know, know what, I'm not getting any younger. Coming up. Book, book number one was, a, my first book was about Walpurgis Night. That's coming up on April oh. 30th. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. The, the European Halloween. <gasps> Shut up. Nice. <laughs> You're coming back on for that shit. No, no, no. I need a copy. Listen, I'm going to get with you after this. this Because we don't, we don't even have that much longer to go. We have 12 minutes. But well, I think you wait, get it. I need yeah, to Kindle. I need mm-hmm. to talk to you after this. But we're going to hook you up. Don't worry. <laughs> Sis and I are going Sis and I will look after you. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. We're going to get you rolling. Don't worry. Um, but anyway, so you wrote, okay, so the magical Christmas, okay, people love Christmas. Yeah, I get it. You wrote another book. You've added some compendiums. I know that. Are you writing anything, like, do you have three books ahead that you're working on? What's going on? Like, what are you oh, working okay. on? Well, see, I'm, I was thinking, um, I always have ideas. I always have tons of ideas. I was thinking, see, for a while I was thinking my, um, this, this deadbeat friend of mine, uh, I said, hey, let's write, let's write an American companion book to Alain for Else, the cop show, where we, like, go through and we explain all the cultural references and stuff. And I needed cool. him on board because I don't know guns. And he, from his grandfather, knows guns. So I was not prepared to deal with the, the subject of the guns. So he was like, yeah, he was unemployed yeah. at the time. So I'm like, yeah, I've you know, published, I've got a third book coming out. Let's, let's do this together. And he waffled out. So then Aww. I thought, can I go write a carnival book for Llewellyn? And um, I haven't totally given up that idea. Um, but then I decided to just be completely irresponsible and write a novel just because this science fiction novel wanted me to write it um oh nice so yeah so that i just decided i've been working on it for like three years and um i just decided to give that the lead and the timing worked out well because i finished the complete first draft i completed the first draft like a couple weeks before the shutdown so then let's go right into revision so on weekdays um, I make sure my son is his butt in the chair in the kitchen for online school by eight o'clock. Yeah, and then I go in the bedroom and I revise, and it's uh, it's clipping right along. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you know you have to come back on for all that, right? I mean. Oh, totally. You know. Yeah. Anybody who anybody if okay. So if the novel gets published, anybody who's already had me on their podcast gets first. Yeah. Day. Copy yes, me. We're in line. Sis and I are in line. Just write us down. Just write us down. Or Sis and I are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> We're doing that. <laughs> yeah. We don't like to waste time. Just saying. We just don't. It's like we know we, when we like somebody, you're golden. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. Are you kidding? Love it. I'm, as a matter of fact, um, Please excuse me. I'm sending a missive to our our brother podcaster, even as we speak, because oh, I don't right. want to forget, <laughs> and I want things to keep rolling. Um, so yeah, I mean he's he's a trip. You're gonna love him. We love him. He's he's yeah. 
Sometimes he's a little over the top, but y'all, y'all be good. Y'all be good together. Okay. Okay. Please have our friend. Please have our <laughs> friend on. No, I'm telling him right now. On. No, that's okay. okay. So multitask. I am because normally yeah, it's like good. if okay so Linda here's the thing people know this shit about me if you had a shop right now for me to like go buy things out uh-huh. of I would be I would be purchasing things and talking all at the same time because she in over eight time. years of doing this with my sister I am able to do all of these things at once. Yep. Okay. So be, <laughs> care, be careful when when I've had so many times. When somebody has said, "Oh, I just ordered your book," or "I'm going to go home right now and I'm going to order," I'm going to order your book from Amazon. And if they do order the book, it's fine. If they don't order the book, but somebody else does that week, I won't mm-hmm. know. But if they don't order the book that week and nobody else orders the book that week, I will know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And then that's next a, time I you know, so how'd you like the book? Right, right. <laughs> Seriously, it's like... I like it. If, if you're interested, be fucking interested. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, listen, I can't speak for other people. I know what she and I do. And this is why we've been on as long as we have been. Because <laughs> we like people and we actually care about them yeah. and we give a shit. You know, I mean, it's for you as much as it is for me. It's for me to learn because I'm dense, and Sis is like my guardian, and, you know, <laughs> she she's, keeps my She's not together. dense. She's I'm not pretty dense. dense. I'm pretty dense. You don't well, give no, yourself enough credit. If you say you're dense, credit. it means you're really not. If you, you, you realize the volume of unknown, so that means you do know something. Yeah, yeah, I know that I'm go. not Thank smart you. enough to get myself Thank out of a paper bag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you could probably, you, you know, get somebody to draw you a map, and then you'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. That is true. That is very true. But, Linda, before we let you go, because we are down to six minutes, so if we have not hit on something, this would be the time to do it. So please let me know, you know, what else do you want to talk about in the few remaining minutes that we have? Oh, boy, I'm on the spot. I'm on the ah. spot. Can you give me like a prompt or something? Um, oh, I do sure. have, I do have a oh, little okay. indie novella. I have also written oh, an indie oh. fantasy novella. That Because it's not a Llewellyn book, it doesn't pop up automatically on Amazon if you look up one of the other three. Because Llewellyn did a nice spread oh. for all three books. So if you look up one book, you'll see the other two. But because The Princess and the Mound is an indie novella, it does not show up. Um, oh. if you put my name into Amazon, it, it will come up. Okay, and cool. It's, um, it's about a haunted castle, but not like you think. <gasps> Nice. She loves haunted stuff. My sister is into all that. You have just Me, hit yeah. the nail on yeah. the head for that. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm. Che- I'm going to check it out right now. <laughs> and she will That's actually like, check it out. Well, she because she yeah. not all know because that one. Okay, that one. Oh, there are many weeks go by that I don't even sell one. So. Oh my goodness. 
So is it a real? No, so it must be a horrific struggle to be a writer. Um, I don't know. It's not turning out the way I thought. I thought like once you, yeah, it's super hard to get published. But once you've published, oh, you've got it made. It's not like that. Right. It's, um, yeah. Um, bookstore owners, I, I you know, we're all, the little bookstore owners yeah. that we're all supposed to support. They don't want to see you coming in the door with your new book. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I like truth. I, I, I like having truth. That's, you know, that's uh, it's more than a lot of people give you, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You there know, are, it's because like you the, was, the New York area booksellers, they're kind of infamous for being naughty because they're in the New York area. They can have anybody they want. Um, if you, you know, for people yeah. out of Pennsylvania, they're much more welcoming. Pennsylvania or yeah, southern southern Jersey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe people are just in a real lull right now because you know the lead up to the pandemic has been rough for folks. You know we're in a yeah we're in an interesting situation right now as a country and we kind of have been leaning in this direction for a couple of years now. And I think maybe once we get past the hump, as it were of all of this, you know, maybe people will be more interested in exploring things that they don't already know. Because I find people get stuck in a rut with the things they know and they don't really want to expand outside of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, folks, yeah. please, anybody listening to the show today, seriously, the Laura Vols Elfland, there's so much good information in here. It's It's well done. It doesn't beat you over the head. It it gives you enough information that you can actually enjoy it without feeling completely lost. I get lost very easily. So for me to say that is a big deal. I don't say that to a lot of people. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I get you because I, I do not, um, I don't have a degree. So I write, you know, that's why I don't, I don't want to overwhelm because this is all stuff I had to find out for myself. Uh, yeah. So I don't. It's not highfalutin. It's really not, and that makes it so oh, enjoyable. Works. And I will tell, I'll tell you honestly, I do have a degree, and that doesn't matter <laughs> at all. Yeah, not it when really it's doesn't. like. I mean, if you're going to be in science, you're going to need a degree. But um, for, for sure. a lot of other things, you just need to go out and learn stuff. Agreed. Agreed. And I like the way you impart the information. So I'm very appreciative yeah. to you. And, you know, this hour has really flown by. And yeah. I hope, yeah. I, haven't, I hope you don't hate me because my sister's adorable and everybody loves her. But I, oh. I hope we can coax you back on and, and that you yeah. enjoyed it enough to say yes. Yes, I'd love to come back on. Awesome. Yay! Yay, score. Cool. I will get with you after awesome. the show. Um, since okay. we're down to 60, you want to you wanna walk yes. us off here? All right. Y'all have a good weekend. Stay safe. Make sure you are safeguarded if you have to go out of the house. Um, May 1st, Amazon and a lot of uh, other workers are boycotting, so if you can avoid buying stuff, awesome. Uh, Sis and Talison will see you all Friday, and I will be back yep. on Saturday. So y'all have a good yes, one, and thank shows. you so much, Linda. You have been amazing. Thanks, Linda. You're wonderful. Okay, yes, thank you.
And we'll, we'll see y'all soon. soon. Have, Have a great week, weekend. everybody. Have a great week. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.